freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free. Welcome back to the second hour of Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are sponsored by azfirearms.com, the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. We are your hosts. I'm Cheryl Todd. And I'm Dan Todd. And we are coming to you from our new studio home. And we are celebrating, right? So put your chair in its upright and locked position, your tray table in its uplight, upright, uplight. <laughs> and locked position. We are celebrating. What are we celebrating, Dan? Well, it's the first time we've been on the show. On this, on this network. Right. Absolutely. Star Networks, yeah. Dave Pratt, Star Worldwide Networks, where we are not just citywide. We are not just statewide. We are not just nationwide. We are... Worldwide. Absolutely. So Gun Freedom Radio has gone worldwide on a web-based radio network. And that guy in in Germany that I was talking about earlier that can't come to the gun show this weekend because it's in Phoenix, Arizona, Mm -hmm. how can he communicate with us? Could he, like, send us a letter... With a stamp on it or what? Well, there's carrier pigeons. I think those still... Oh, probably an email. You could do that yourself, too. Talk at gunfreedomradio.com. Let us know what is on your mind, right? This is a conversation. We want to know what you're thinking. We want to know what you like about the show. We want to know if you disagree with something that we said. We we love that because, of course, we know what's in our minds. We want to know what's in your mind. So reach out to us on email, talk at gunfreedomradio.com. You can go to our website and hit the contact us button. And our website is gunfreedomradio.com. You can go to Facebook. What's the name on our Facebook page, Dan? On our Facebook page? Uh-huh. I've never been on Facebook. <laughs> so you're asking me that question? He's, he's a little um, tech unsavvy, but that's okay. Gun Freedom Radio on Twitter, on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We are everywhere you want to be. So reach out to us and leave us a note. Send us a message. We will uh, respond to and maybe even bring to the show any thoughtful, logical, respectful comments that you want to leave. I mean, there, sometimes people get a little, um, you know, polarized about the gun debate and the gun topic. And that's not what we're about here. We're about discussing things in a logical, calm way and educating, informing, engaging. And we want you to be part of that. And maybe you're in California. And you've got some guns that you just don't feel are comfortable there to have. And you need to figure out some solutions, what to do with those guns. Or are they legal? What can you have? What can you can't have? So talk to us. Absolutely, because we, in addition to hosting the show from 1 to 3 p.m. every Saturday on Star Worldwide Network, we also own two businesses, actually. One is azfirearms.com, the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. And right? the other is Pot of Gold Auctions. And you know what we never do? We never hmm. talk about Pot of Gold Auctions. Oh, poor and little we, Pot of Gold. We have like 
auctions twice a month, the first and third Tuesday of the month, and we have 30 to 50 guns in every auction that are sold with no reserve, no starting bid, and we just sell them. Now, is and it just guns? Do we no, just we, auction guns? No, but we're talking about guns right now, so that's why I'm talking about guns. But we do have uh, jewelry and coins and antiques and collectibles, cars, Harley-Davidson, motorcycles, all that cool stuff. We should call it cool stuff. It is cool stuff. And you can see everything that we auction online at potofgoldestate.com, potofgoldestate.com, because we are really worldwide there as well. Um, We like to just sell within the United States because shipping gets to be very expensive once we go outside the borders. But we have a lot of our winter visitors. So they come down from Canada, let's say, and they they have their, their homes here in Arizona because our weather is amazing until about June, and then it's not so amazing. But anyway, they come down here in the winter months, and they, they come to the actual auction house, and we have birthday cake, and we have cookies, and we, we really make every single one of our auctions a, an event, a celebration, a night out. But the ones from Canada, they, they don't buy guns unless they have a house here and they live here more than six months. That's true. But, but So then they go back to Canada, and then they can continue to shop with us Right. Except for maybe the gun part, you know, because right. of the, the jewelry and the collectibles and that sort of thing. And uh, and so we will ship ship up there. So we have two good, cool businesses, right? Mm-hmm. But that's not what we're here for today. Our, our goal, our focus, when we decided to do this radio show was to engage, educate, and inform. If you want to be a responsible gun owner, first you have to know the safeties. And we talk about safety all the time. We talk about responsibilities, and we talk about what you can do to help promote and keep this alive there are so many people trying to take our rights away from us mm-hmm. and we have that thing called the second amendment that they are bending and twisting and moving all around and we need to stay strong with that so our message is to help people to be engaged exactly because if you really know what the laws are if you really understand what the constitution has said then so much of the stuff that you hear on um, the media, that politicians say, that celebrities say, that news pundits say, it will hit your ear exactly where it should. And that is in the, huh, file, right? Yeah. It's like, no, that what they're saying does not jive with what is already on the books for laws and, and those sorts of things. And so... I so often I have seen very well-meaning, very intelligent, otherwise intelligent people sound so foolish when they have just parroted back something that they heard a politician or even the president of the United States say, I hate to tell you. But the problem is, Cheryl, I mean, you and I as gun owners, when we first got married and we had a few guns in the house... We don't want to have to fight for our rights. We, we, we just want to have them. They, mm-hmm. We have a right to them. Why should we have to go through this that we're having to go through? Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of people are thinking that, but they need to wake up. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't do something, we're going to lose them. And then we're going to, like Reagan says, we're going to wish mm-hmm. that we had this. And I know all my life, my dad was very much into gun laws and, you know, trying to fight gun control. And he tried to get me involved in it and I just no, it never happened and I ignored it and I feel so bad about it now because with people like that if, if there's enough of us we could have been so much further ahead of the game mm-hmm. than we are right now mm-hmm. but I kept my head in the sand and now it's 
uncovered and we're fighting this and we need other people to do the same thing. Absolutely. Well, hey, we promised people that we were going to talk to a gunsmith. Do we know any gunsmiths, Dan? <clears throat> some some people say I might be. <laughs> well, indeed you are. And you are our in-house gunsmith at azfirearms.com. And, you know, there's so many things that people don't know that a gunsmith even does, right? Do you just fix broken guns or can you help people that maybe need to um, spring clean their guns? We can help spring, spring clean all that, all that kind of thing. Yes, we, we do. I can do anything. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's just a matter of how much time and how much it costs to do that. But if, if you have a gun that's been sitting in a closet for a couple of years, it's been shot and then just put away, it definitely needs to be spring cleaned. That's my phrase. I don't know that that's really a <laughs> well, technical you know, Maybe we should phrase. have a promotion, spring clean your Ab guns. Absolutely. And uh, it's spring, so maybe now's the time. Because you don't want to wait until it's hunting season, right? You've packed all your gear. You, you've got your tag, finally, right? And you packed your gear, and you head on up the mountain, and you get all your gear out, and then there's that buck, right? There's the one. And you've got your shot lined up. And then... Click. Uh, that is the worst, biggest sound, the loudest sound ever is... Not if you're the elk. Well, that's true. <laughs> elk gets to live another he's, day. Yeah, he's, he's like, yeah. But you do gun. not want that to happen. And, and what is the best way? Is there like a timeline people should be on to think about? You know, well, shoot, it's we're already looking at April and... Well, I haven't went hunting in a long time, but if I was going to go hunting, mm -hmm. serious hunting to go get that big game, I would get my gun out and I would go shoot it a couple weeks before the season. Just take it out to the range. Take it out and make sure that it's sighted in good. Make sure that the ammo that I'm shooting, I'm comfortable with it, that it's doing what it's supposed to do. And I would take that ammo with me on my hunt. I wouldn't buy a different brand. I'd buy three or four boxes and I'd go out and shoot two or three boxes and then have that last box for, for when you're shooting, but use the same kind of ammo. But, you know, guns setting around, maybe they get, when you're not home, your wife bangs around with the, getting the vacuum cleaner out or wherever and guns go out of, you know, the scopes go out of alignment. Wait There's, a minute. She keeps her vacuum cleaner in the gun vault, in the gun safe? I don't know. We don't even have a vacuum cleaner at home, do we? <laughs> yeah, we do. We sure do, Dan. But anyway. But anyway, guns get moved around. You know, you throw them in the truck, you move them around, and, and they can lose their adjustment, and you, you need to bore side them, get them lined up, make sure that they shoot well. And if you have a gun, it's you know, you shot it last year and you didn't clean it, you may have trouble with the... Um, uh, you know, it needs cleaned, and you, it may gum up on you. All right, so we know we've talked about spring cleaning. Now, if you think about homes, winter rising, right? So your season's done, hunting season's done. Do you do something that would go along the lines of winterizing your gun to put it away back in the, uh, not the, the closet where the, the uh, vacuum cleaner goes, but in the gun safe? What if you have a real expensive vacuum cleaner? Well, Maybe that's true, a Dyson or something? I don't know. The... Um, there is no spring seasons or winter seasons for guns. You just need to keep them clean. You know, I have guns that I shoot just for fun, and I may not clean them every time I go out and shoot them. Uh, but my defense gun and my hunting guns, when I do hunt, are cleaned before the trip and after the trip. Very good. Well, we're going to have to go to, to break in a minute. But before we do, I want to ask you, what is the biggest mistake 
that you have seen do-it-yourselfers, you know, the, the gunsmith that, you know, maybe he doesn't really know how to work on guns, but he's, he's doing the best he can around the, the kitchen table or out in his man cave. What's the biggest mistake you've seen those do-it-yourselfers well, that's, make? Well, that's a, a hard question, but, you know, I started out without any kind of training I learned on my own. And um, I, I guess I still catch myself every once in a while being impatient and trying to fix something before you really know what's causing the problem. Let's say you have a misfeed in a gun. Okay. So you see, oh, this could be the problem, but if you don't go deeper in it, you might find out it's something else. So be, don't, be, don't be impatient. Just think about what you're doing and take the time. And remember, when you take something away from a gun, maybe you do some, well, we don't like to call it grinding, but you, you do some smoothing to finish off the gun. That Once you take it off, you can't put it back on. Hmm. So think about that stuff. But, and there's all kinds of resources out there. There's books and there's YouTube, things like that. But just think about what you're doing. How often do you end up with somebody that brings you like their pillowcase full of gun parts that <laughs> you, you know, know they took apart and, and that spring went flying behind the refrigerator somewhere? You, you know, I, I enjoy that. I, I like it when people bring me uh, guns in pieces, not because I get to put it together, but because I'm seeing that people are actually getting involved. I think that you should know how something works. Mm -hmm. And I encourage you to take it apart. Mm -hmm. Don't have to go real far and ask somebody that knows about guns about how far you should go. But you should know how the gun functions and how it works. Gives you a better understanding of it. But if you do lose some parts and you put it in a bag and bring it to me, I can fix it. I know you can. And if you have any questions for Dan about your specific gun, email us at talk at gunfreedomradio.com and stick around because we have much more coming up after this break. We're going to talk to our resident blogger. You might recognize her voice. It sounds an awful lot like mine. So <laughs> how do I how do I ask you questions about blogging when I have no idea what you're talking about? I guess I'll interview what myself. Blog, blog. Stick around. It's going to be a fun segment. More with Gun Freedom Radio right after this. When you're working hard to beat debt, you've got to think of creative ways to get your income up. Here's an idea. Sell some stuff at auction. Start with locally owned and operated potofgoldestate.com. The owners, Dan and Cheryl Todd, have over 60 years of combined experience in selling antiques, collectibles, guns, coins, and jewelry. And over their many years in business, they've earned the trust of thousands of people just like you. Whether you're saving for a rainy day emergency fund or paying down debt, let potofgoldestate.com help you get the extra cash you need. Potofgoldestate.com will purchase your items outright, or you can consign them to their twice-a-month online auction. Pot of Gold's nationwide online auction is a great place to get top dollar for your collectibles. They specialize in everything from antiques, coins, high-end collectibles, to cars, boats, guns, and more. Get started today at potofgoldestate.com, or visit them off I-10 and Dysart Road in Historic Avondale for some live auction action. For more information, visit potofgoldestate.com. That's potofgoldestate.com. 
Hey ladies, Cheryl Todd here from azfirearms.com. Many of us ladies are taking the important step of becoming responsibly armed, but it can be an intimidating process. And with all the politics swirling, a first-time gun buyer, whether a guy or a lady, might feel uncertain about where to begin and who to trust. At azfirearms.com, we are a small, friendly, family-owned shop that specializes in first-time gun buyers. We are staffed with knowledgeable people who are ready to help answer all of your questions. My husband husband Dan and I pride ourselves on having a safe, no-pressure environment. Once you have decided on a purchase, azfirearms.com partners with professional firearms instructors who will train you to become a responsible, safe, prepared, and proficient gun owner. So ladies and gents, when you are looking for personalized service and a huge selection, come to azfirearms.com in Old Town Avondale off the I-10 and Dysart Road or visit us on the web at azfirearms.com. Welcome back to Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, educate, and inform. It's sponsored by AZ Firearms, the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. You know, the theme of our show today is tools of the trade. Mm-hmm. And um, we have a special person, not a guest, <laughs> because she's already here. I'm very special. <laughs> We're going to be talking about blogging. And I have to confess, like, what is I that? I thought right? that was a horror movie. <laughs> I have no idea what blogging is about. That's the blob. And so I'm supposed to ask her questions about blogging, right? I'm not going to be able to do that. So Cheryl, you know what? (laughs) Go for it. Well, as we said earlier, I have no problem um, talking. So I I think I can probably take this segment and run. But, But blogging, yeah. I mean, it's a strange word, right? And so what does it even mean? It's basically writing articles. I don't, I don't really understand where, where um, the, the word blog came from, but it basically means that uh, I write a regular article and I put it on our Facebook page. It's on gunfreedomradio.com under the blog tab. And it gives me a chance to, in between our shows, to talk about in a different way, in an editorial type of way, the things that are on my mind, maybe laws that have come across that, that I, I want to discuss or, or, you know, I share other people's blogs on our blog site. So there's important voices out there that have ideas to share and, and will be able to take us to a new understanding about something. And especially in the world of firearms, I think that the average person, there's more that they don't know than they do know. I think that um, it's an intimidating space because the people that are experts, uh, if they don't treat that that place, their their level of, of knowledge and wisdom very carefully and respectfully, they could come off as maybe arrogant in some ways or, you know, if you don't know as much as I do, then you're not really, you know, a gun guy or a gun gal. Um, and so to be able to share the voices of people who I respect, who come at this whole idea of, of firearms laws and politics and, and that sort of thing from a very, uh, uh, cranial place, right? Not so much the emotional push. The emotional push usually belongs to the people that are on the other side of the fence, the ones that they don't understand why we even have a constitutional right. That's the second amendment. And they don't want to know why either. Uh, 
Yeah, I think some of them don't. They just, they, they believe what they believe and that's as far as they want to go. But people that are searching, people that are seeking information, that's the whole reason for our show, right? This show that we're doing is designed to be able to speak to people who have that open mind. Maybe that even right now, they feel like, well, it's just common sense, right? They love that phrase, common sense, to hate guns, fear guns, you think guns are evil or bad, but their mind is open enough that they're willing to hear new information. What about those families that the husband likes guns and the wife doesn't like guns? Mm. How do we better do that? Because he's not going to do it on his own. Mm -hmm. And so having programs like this, especially women talking to other women, Mm -hmm. they might get a, a new insight to... Well, and we know people where the the lady has grown up around guns and the lady is the one that in a, in a husband-wife relationship that is comfortable and wants to be safe and responsibly armed and have defense guns in the home and that sort of thing. And then the man maybe grew up in a state perhaps, right? Or a family where guns just weren't part of their world. And so it's, um, you know, it's not a sexist thing at all. Yeah, but it's different because if I'm, if I'm, a woman likes guns and wants to go shooting. She tells her husband, we're going shooting. <laughs> a guy can't do that. Oh, come on. I mean, how, uh, how long did it take me to get you to come you know, to a gun show? You know, okay? well, okay? That's, that's true. Okay, but so you know what? You know, we were saying how our, our 31st wedding anniversary was this month, right? Do you remember where you bought my wedding ring? At a gun show. At a gun show, right? right. So I must have known what I was in for when my, my engagement ring actually is what it was, was bought at a, a gun show. But anyway, so getting back to the blog, the reason that it is part of this show that we're talking about the tools of the trade is because, again, information is such an important thing to have in your toolbox, right? Your proverbial toolbox. Because if all you ever get, all you ever hear are the the bumper sticker wisdom, you know, those little trite phrases, or what you hear just repeated and repeated and repeated on the, the national news networks, and you don't look any deeper, um, or what comes out of the politicians' mouths, well, it's no wonder there are people out there that think that, that guns are the problem, and guns are bad, and guns somehow magically make people do bad things that they wouldn't do otherwise. Um, So we've designed this show, and then I carry that through to the blog, to talk about other ideas, you know, the, the, the larger ideas, the ideas that can encompass both sides, the, the really pro rights, you know, we don't really say pro gun, right? Because what we are about is protecting our rights, So we are pro-rights, and and there's that whole community. And then there's the anti-rights. They call themselves anti-gun, but really what they are is anti-rights. And so then there's this middle space of people that really, really are searching. I don't know. Are guns good? Are they evil? Well, wait. Police, policemen use guns, and police are lifesavers. So that must mean that they're good. And when I watch movies, it's always the good guy that saves the day with a gun. So, okay, guns must be good. But then I keep hearing all this other stuff in the news about how they're bad and, and, and you can't have them if you have kids in the house and all those kinds of things. And so that's what we like to, to kind of dig into and just kind of 
kind of chew on and see what what comes out of it. You know, considering both sides and why people might feel the way they do on both sides, and then let let our audience decide for themselves how they feel about it. Right, because the people that are on the fence that don't really care either way or don't want to deal with it, they're being force-fed all this anti-gun propaganda, all the media saying, oh, a gun killed seven people, a gun did this, gun did that. And so, you know, they're not looking for information, they're just hearing it. Mm-hmm. And the media is just force-feeding it, and when they do that, they influence them in that way. Mm-hmm. So if we can get people to listen and, and engage in conversations with other people, then they'll learn that it's not all bad. Well, and it's so true. And in this uh, particular moment in time that we have, it is the election season. So everybody is lining up. They're trying to figure out, okay, who's my candidate? You know, who am I going to cast my vote for? And there's some people that it's just a matter of party, right? Whoever is the Democrat at the end, that's who's getting my vote. And whoever's the Republican at the end, that's who's getting my vote. But the strange thing about that, we have a lot of Democrats that have been coming in the store buying guns because it's their first gun. Mm-hmm. And when they hear Hillary, I, I'm not supposed to bash bash. You're anyone. not going to. <clears throat> when, <laughs> when she goes on there and says, we want to model our guns, our gun laws, as Australia has done, mm-hmm. do they really realize that that's to take their guns away? They're starting to speak in terms of, total anti-gun. Mm-hmm. A lot of Democrats didn't know that, and now they're starting to learn that. So hopefully they won't vote just because they're Democrats, because if you are, you're voting to take your gun rights away. And that's the position that people who would normally vote Democrat have been put in. You can, on, on their menu right now, you can vote for a socialist, or you can vote for the first female American president. Now, hey, that's cool. Right. Well, people are some like, of it's cool. people, people are like, hey, I want to vote for the first female American president. But then if you tell them, OK, fine, but then you are choosing this particular person to sit in office for the next at least four years. And you are choosing to give up, give away not only your Second Amendment rights, but the Second Amendment rights of every single person, every single law-abiding American citizen. Now, if you frame it like that, which is not the way that I'm framing it, we didn't set that up, the Republicans didn't set that up, the candidates and the Democratic Party has set that up. So if they really understand that this is the choice that they would be making, there are several people, like you said, when they come in our shop and they, they start really understanding more, they've done their own research, and then they, they ask us, well, what, do you, what, do you, what is this Australian gun law thing? And then we, we say, we always encourage people, get your own information. Don't just take our word for it. Don't just take the politician's word for it. Please don't do that. Always do your own research. They start to understand, well, wait a minute. I can't protect my family. I can't protect their life when that thing goes bump in the night because I want to vote for the first female American president? Well, shoot, what do I do now? I guess I can't vote Democrat. So these are the things that people are faced with. Right. And, and that is what I've spent a lot of time on my blog um, writing about. You know, I wrote one that said all roads lead to the Second Amendment. And the idea of that one is if you, any major issue really does come back to being able to protect yourself, right? If you're for uh, women's rights, well, I'm a woman, right? 
And I want the right as a woman, as a human being, to be able to protect myself and my family, right? If you are for civil rights and the rights of minorities, if you are part of a minority population, if you have ever been marginalized in any way, shape, or form, whether it be you're part of the black community, LGBT community, the woman's community, any, any that you can think of, you should be on the front lines screaming and doing everything you can to protect every syllable of every word of every sentence of your Second Amendment rights. I mean, think about it. So that's just one of my blogs. And, and please take a look. That's at gunfreedomradio.com. And you hit the blog tab. And, you know, leave a comment. Let me know what you think. Any respectful comment, I, I will very much uh, welcome. Well, the problem is, too, that, you know, we're going to read your blogs or we're going to read information on the gun industry. We're going to do that. But that stuff isn't reaching the people that are not on the, that are on the fence or don't care. And so we, after we read these, have to share that information. Mm-hmm. We have to start debates. We really have to get into this. Excellent, excellent point. And, you know, it is scary. The whole gun debate thing is very intimidating, very scary. But um, just sharing the words of an expert is a way to engage without it being, you know, because you can get out of your depth real fast sure. with, with some of these debates. But anyway, I hope that's, that's been helpful. And I do think that that's an important tool of the trade. And I'm not the only blogger by a long shot. Uh, please go out there and look. Rob Morse is one. You'll hear his voice on some of our, our commercials that we play, actually. And he's got Slow Facts blog. There's Jeff Knox with the Firearms Coalition, um, Alan Corwin, um, Dave Workman. There's just a million of them out there. I could talk all day and not hit all of them. So stick around. Right after this break, we are coming back with Dave Kopp. He is the president of the Arizona Citizens Defense League, fighting for your gun rights at the Arizona state level. Hey, everybody, this is Joey Rocket Shoes Dylan, world champion gunslinger and Hollywood gun coach. In the Westerns, there's always a good guy and a bad guy and sometimes the ugly guy. And I always root for the good guy, which is why I'm here to tell you about the good folks over at azfirearms.com. They are straight shooters and always give you the best deal in town. azfirearms.com is the biggest little gun shop in Arizona and have something for every single gun enthusiast. Long guns, pistols, hunting military, law enforcement, home protection, you name it. And when you've got some guns to sell or trade in and trade up, azfirearms.com are the folks to see. Geez, they bought a cannon once. They are family owned and operated, friendly staff, courteous, totally reliable. azfirearms.com will give you the best value for your used guns. So stop in, see my friends Dan and Cheryl Todd at azfirearms.com in Old Town Avondale off the I-10 and Dysart Road and tell them Joey Rocket Shoes Dylan sent you. Don Collier here, letting you know that you won't get fool's gold at Potty Gold Auction. They're the genuine article. Potty Gold Auctions off guns, coins, jewelry, and antiques of every kind. Stop in and see my friends Dan and Cheryl Todd in Avondale, Arizona for some live auction action. Or check them out on the web at pottygoldestate.com. The Second Amendment Foundation is the organization that protects our right to keep and bear arms. They defend our rights in courts from coast to coast. Now they need our help. 
go to saf.org and join the Second Amendment Foundation today. Dedicated to promoting a better understanding of our constitutional heritage to privately own and possess firearms. Support those who support our Second Amendment rights today. That's saf.org. Welcome back to Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We appreciate you being here with us on this beautiful spring Saturday. And we are sponsored by azfirearms.com, your nationwide hometown gun shop. And we are about to bring on Dave Kopp. Dave is the president of the Arizona Citizens Defense League. You'll see it written as AZCDL a lot. Dave's an East Coast transplant and uh, basically now a lobbyist. His day job is a computer programmer, but he spends a lot of time uh, fighting for our gun rights and, and keeping the, the bills that come through that are, go against our Second Amendment rights at bay and, and getting them knocked down by reaching out to you and I as, as potential members. And I encourage everyone, if you're a gun owner, you need to go to azcdl.org, is it? Dave, are you with us? Yeah, yes, dot org. Dot org. And you need to sign up. It's like 35 bucks a year or something. Am I right, Dave? Uh, well, it's 30 uh, for a basic membership, 50 for a sustaining. And uh, if you come to see us at a gun show, we'll knock $10 off. And speaking of which, there's a gun show tomorrow at the uh, Arizona State Fairgrounds here in Phoenix, Arizona. And you guys are set up out there, right? Yeah, yeah, today and tomorrow, and we set up pretty much every gun show in the state. And you don't even have to be a resident of the state of Arizona to belong to the AZCDL, do you? No, no. Uh, we'll accept any uh, citizen in the United States. Uh, we do have a fair number of out-of-state residents, although the vast majority of our members are Arizona residents. Well, and the reason is because this is a grassroots activist group. And you're working at the Arizona State Legislature to get strong pro-rights bills written and passed into law and stopping bad bills. And that isn't just an Arizona situation, because what happens in one state happens in other states. Am I right? Well, yeah. And unfortunately, especially now with Mr. Bloomberg spreading his money all over the country, that that's becoming more and more true, uh, you know, the grassroots, uh, those those of us down here in the trenches, we've got bodies, but he's got dollars. Mm. And so uh, that's his solution is to just spread the, those dollars everywhere he can. And uh, a guy like him, he's got a lot of dollars. He there. does. Now, he's got this new tactic that he's using, right? It's He's just basically trying to get something on the, the docket. Am I right? Well, yeah, he... he figures, you, you know, one of the things, we've been very successful, groups like ours and, and national groups like NRA and Gun Owners of America have been very successful at stopping gun control at the legislature, uh, because the reality is, is groups like ours, like you said, are grassroots, and, uh, you know, we go to the legislature, state and, and, and national, and we demonstrate that we have a lot of bodies behind us, a lot of voices speak up and say, no, we don't want this, and legislators respond to that. Legislators understand, hey, I'm hearing from 1,000, 2,000, 5,000, 10,000 people, don't vote for this, we don't want it, and they get that. So a guy like Bloomberg, who wants his way and has got billions of dollars to get his way, says, you know what, there's another way to do this. And so they go to states like Arizona that have uh, what they call the initiative petition. 
And they say, well, you know what? All we have to do is spend millions of dollars, collect signatures, throw something on the ballot, spend a few million more dollars on advertising campaigns to convince everybody that this is a good idea, and then we can get it passed at the ballot. Because all we have to do is bamboozle people into believing that what we're doing isn't what we're actually doing. Mm -hmm. And so what they've done in states like Washington and now what they're doing in, in Nevada and Maine right now and what they're planning on doing here in Arizona is they're going to say, well, we just want to do this this simple little thing to protect our children. And we call it universal background checks. Mm -hmm. Universal background checks, what they claim to do is to say, well, we, we want to prevent felons and fugitives and bad guys from buying guns at gun shows and, and on the Internet without a background check. Mm -hmm. Well, you, you know, you're an FFL and you know how that works. Mm -hmm. When you sell a gun at a gun show or on the Internet, you give them a background check. There are very few sales that ever take place that don't have a background check. And what these are, the, the ones that do, they're private sales between individuals. Uh, maybe I want to sell a gun to my neighbor that I've known for 20 years. Mm -hmm. I'm selling my private property to somebody that I know. That's a private sale. Mm -hmm. And I don't have to have a background check to do that. What they want to do is bring every private sale or transfer, which may not even be a sale. Maybe I just want to loan my gun to my neighbor that I've known for 20 years so he can go hunting with it. They want to bring every private sale and transfer into the background check system so that the records of that transfer, both you and your gun, will go into a database. And, of course, we all know where those databases end up. Mm -hmm. And so they're advertising it as, yeah, we want to make sure bad guys don't get guns. But the reality of it is they're making sure that every transfer of a firearm, no matter who makes it, goes into a database. And they don't bother to advertise that part of it. Dave, a lot of these people that are making these laws, they don't even understand. I mean, just think of how many politicians think that it's legal for somebody to ship a gun to a person's house, that they can buy a gun online without going through a, any kind of a check. It's, well, it's and ridiculous, and they're making these laws. All the time. You know, people say things on TV. They say things in, in, in committee hearings at the legislature and in, in Congress. They say things that just aren't true. You know, like you said, that's that's one of the most common ones I hear is, oh, well, you know, people buy guns over the Internet, uh, you know, private sales over the Internet. You can send somebody an email and say, gee, I'd like to buy your gun. Uh, but, you know, if you need to ship it interstate, well, that's a crime unless you do it through a gun dealer. And Dave, we've been selling guns online uh, to FFL dealers in other states for 10 years. And I would be able to count on one hand how many times people that called actually thought they could have a gun sent to their house. Mm -hmm. Well, so, because most gun owners understand that right. there are laws that govern these things. Right. Exactly. Well, and then, you know, this is maybe a little off the, the main track, but when we talk about the universal background checks, we talk about the fact that, um, you know, what happens right now when somebody comes in to azfirearms.com, we have them fill out a form called 4473, and that gets called into the <coughs> FBI for a background check. So that, that is already happening. So when they say this universal thing, like you said, you couldn't even loan your neighbor your shotgun so he can go hunting for the weekend without going in and filling out this, this form, right? Well, exactly. And, and, you know, the thing about it is, is, you know, they get into all of these things where they say, well, we'll, we'll make exceptions. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, gee, if you, if you want to loan your gun to your son or to, to your daughter or to your, your wife or something like that, then that's okay as long as there's an immediate need or for it's a legitimate purpose for hunting or something like that. 
And, you know, one of the questions I raised in the committee hearing not too long ago was, okay, tell me then what right do you have to tell me what a legitimate purpose is for me to exercise my Second Amendment right to bear arms or, or my right just to exchange my private property? Exactly. And and so where I was going with uh, what I was saying is you can't even loan a, a shotgun to your neighbor unless it goes through this background check. Well, there are times, I don't know how, how common knowledge this is, but when the NICS check, that's what it's called, the NICS check, the FBI background check, it's down. Oh, if, yeah. if it's down, guess how many guns we can sell through azfirearms.com? Well, and, Zero. You know, one, one of the other tricky little things that's involved in this, too, and they're discovering this up in Washington where all of this has already passed, if you are trying to sell a gun to somebody mm-hmm. and the background check on them fails, they then run a background check on you just to give you your gun back. Mm. Right. Oh, that's, no, no, that can't happen. (laughs) Well, and then that just bogs the system down even more, which causes it to go down even more. It's just, it really, it sounds good, right? It just, it sounds like common sense. And this is always the thing. And, and, you know, I I mentioned to somebody not too long ago, one one of the worst things about it, you know, they advertise these things, like I said, we're just trying to stop bad guys. And when you get your ballot in the mail, there's a one-paragraph description, and that's inevitably what it says, trying to stop felons from buying guns at gun shows. But the actual measure that's on the ballot is frequently 5, 10, 15, 20 pages long, and nobody ever reads that. Right, right. What they always read is the one-paragraph description or, or the, the five-second soundbite that you hear on the, on the radio or see on the television that these guys are spending millions of dollars to purchase. Mm-hmm. And this is what people wind up voting for. They wind up voting for some billionaire's fancy ad campaign. You know, half these felons that they're talking about, too, they end up getting out of jail early release and causing more crimes. And I think the core of this is we need to be on these felons more than we are with the honest people that own guns. Well, and that's the core of the question, too. That's what it really boils down to in the end. And, you know, you guys know Alan Corwin. Alan likes to point this out. Why are we concentrating on this to begin with? With everything else set aside, what are background checks accomplishing? Because we're not stopping criminals. We're only burdening law-abiding citizens. And in the final analysis, how many criminals are going to gun dealers or even going to private gun sellers in the first place? You're not stopping any criminals with a background check. All of these guys are just walking down the street to their buddy and the other gang and saying, hey, you know what, I need a gun, get me one. Mm-hmm. It's true. Right, and then when a felon does walk in the store to buy a gun, what do they do? They turn him down and he's out on the street again. And yeah. It's against the law for a felon to walk into a gun shop. Yeah. The, but the they lo- walk away. Nobody right. ever arrests them. Nobody no. ever prosecutes. No follow up. All right, Dave. Well, we've got to start wrapping up, but I'm going to have uh, we're we're going to see each other tomorrow out at the discussion panel at the Crossroads of the West Gun Show, and uh, that'll be at one o'clock. We'll be talking about how to protect your rights. And before I let you uh, leave, what is you know one thing? How do individual people have an impact on a topic as big as overwhelming as this idea of gun control? Well, one of the big things you can do is join a group like AZCDO, uh, help help us out at the state level protecting your rights, uh, go to the website, www.azcdl.org, sign up for our alerts, uh, you know, keep in contact with your legislators. You get on our alerts list and we, we tell you how to do it in just a couple of easy steps. Uh, send them contacts, send them emails, call them up, 
and say, hey, I want you to vote for these bills or I want you to vote against these other bills. You know, we give you all the information, make it real easy for you. On the national level, join NRA, join GOA, join SAF. Get in the fight. And that's what it boils down to, just get in the fight. Even if it's just a question of sending 20 or $30 a year to a group to help us keep the fight up, it, you know, the fight has to keep going because these guys never let up. Amen to that. Well, thank you so much for, for coming and, and educating us. And honestly, we've been saying all since January, there is no fence sitting. If you're a gun owner, you get involved. How do you get involved? Well, Dave just told you. Go to azcdl.org. All right, Dave, I'll see you tomorrow at the gun show. All right, thanks. Thank you. All right, stick around. We still have our Responsibly Armed Citizen Report and Dan's Tip of the Week coming up right after this. Hi, folks, I'm Don Kyle. If you're looking for the biggest little gun shop in the West, look to azfirearms.com. They have 1,100 guns in stock and a knowledgeable staff to help you find just the right firearm for you. azfirearms.com is my nationwide hometown gun shop, and you should make it yours, too. And we're back with Cheryl Todd talking about the huge gun buying event at azfirearms.com. Oh, AZ, I get it, as in Arizona. Yes, but... Oh, or AZ, as in everything from A to Z. Well, yes, that too. But what I'm telling everybody about is that azfirearms.com is having a huge gun buying event to buy your old firearms all across Arizona and everything from A to Z. That's great news. See, my grandpa left me an old shotgun and it's just sitting on a closet shelf at home. So I can bring that into azfirearms.com and sell my gun. Absolutely. azfirearms.com buys, sells, trades, and even consigns your old firearms. Any vintage, any style, military, long guns, handguns, hunting, or home protection. Single items or entire collections. We offer the highest value for your used firearms in a safe and friendly environment, staffed by knowledgeable people. azfirearms.com is Knolltown Avondale off I-10 and Dysart Road. Come on down to the huge gun buying event every day through the end of the month at the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. And for all your firearm and ammo needs, visit azfirearms.com. Come listen to the Self-Defense Gun Stories podcast. Hear about armed civilians protecting people they love. Were they lucky or were they prepared? Come listen and learn at selfdefensegunstories.com. Welcome back to Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are sponsored by azfirearms.com, the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. You know, Cheryl, we were talking, I heard on the commercials that we buy guns, and we're on this big, huge buying event. Mm-hmm. You know, for the listeners that are out of the state, yep. we can you can ship your guns to our firearms store. That's true. Legally. And we can make an offer to buy them. Um, we would have to send it back through an FFL dealer to you, but it is not against the law for you to ship a gun to a gun shop. Why would we ship it back to them? If, if we couldn't come up with the terms. Or oh, agreement. gotcha. Well, and we do buy a lot of guns out of state that we take. they take pictures of or we just talk mm-hmm. about it, and we'll say we'll give you at least this much for it. And sometimes we give more than what we said, because mm-hmm. it's nicer than what we talked. Well, you know, we were just talking with Dave Kopp of the AZCDL, the Arizona Citizens Defense League, and they're the, the ones that are fighting to make sure that, that we, I mean, we have some of the best 
gun laws here in Arizona. We have constitutional carry because of this group fighting for that. That means the Constitution says shall not be infringed. So guess what? We shall not be infringed in Arizona and we can uh, constitutionally carry our firearms. We don't need a concealed carry license, that sort of thing. And we... um, we do. We always encourage people to get that anyway because it's the training. But you're but, confusing my head now what? because we we have really good gun. Uh, you know, we're pro gun state. Mm-hmm. We have all these cool things where we can carry guns and all that. Mm-hmm. But yet we we're not afraid to go out on the streets in downtown Phoenix. Yeah, but go go what, figure that. What, imagine what's this other town called Chicago. Yeah, with the very restrictive gun laws, and yet their crime rates are crazy. But what I was getting to is that. We have a neighboring state, California, right? And so there are people that have lived in California for decades. And what has happened is the laws have changed around them. So you have families sitting there with a firearm that was perfectly legal when they moved into their home. And now here we are 20 years, 30 years, whatever later. And now nothing changed about the gun. Nothing changed about the family. But they suddenly could be facing being in a state of, of being illegal. They have in state some way. charges brought up against them. Right. Yes. And so that happens more often than you can ever imagine. And so we get a lot of calls from people in California saying, I don't know what to do. And so we say, Guess what? We do know what to do. We can buy that gun from you or those guns from you. So and we'll come we'll come to their home or business and buy the guns from them. And it's legal for us to do that. And once we have possession of them, it's legal for us to transport them back to a free state. As long as the gun does not have federal restrictions. If if it's federally illegal, like a sawed-off shotgun or a machine gun that is illegal, Mm -hmm. then we can't help you with it. Well, we can help you get it taken care of, but we don't buy it. Right, exactly. Um, So that's an important thing to know, that you're not just stuck, Right. And uh, nowadays with, with technology, you can snap a picture with your smartphone and we can get some really good clear pictures so we know what it is you have. We, we can do all the negotiations beforehand. And, and when Dan says we could mail it back to you, I don't even remember if that's ever even We've never happened. had to do that. Yeah. Never. So, all right. Well, we have had an amazing show. But this section that we're about to do right now truly is one of my favorite that we do every single week. It's called the Responsibly Armed Citizen Report. Fights a never-ending battle for truth, justice, and the American way. We feel honored to be able to bring to you the news stories that, for whatever reason, you are not going to hear on the big networks, right? You're not going to hear it on CNN. And unfortunately, you're not even going to hear about it on Fox. But we find out about them. We get the the news clips from the the small stations, the local stations. And it's when it's the good guy with the gun stories, right? When somebody who's a trained, safe, responsible firearms owner, sometimes just by their mere presence. I mean, we don't even know the, the crimes that haven't been committed just because, like here in Arizona, our crime rate is very, very low and it's going down all the time. I have to believe that that's because the bad guys don't know who's carrying and who is carrying a firearm and who is a safe and responsible, responsibly trained citizen. Um, and so to be able to bring specific stories to you uh, is something that I personally um, enjoy being able to do. So today's Responsibly Armed Citizen report is one of those that I want you to remember 
when you hear someone say, if you have kids in the house, you shouldn't have guns. You've heard that, right? It's irresponsible. If you've got kids, you shouldn't have guns. Well, here's this story, right? It's lunchtime. And a young mom is at home, likely just getting ready to settle the baby down for a nap. You know, nothing special is happening on that day, except maybe a light rain is sifting down and coloring the skies a fluffy shade of gray. And nothing gives warning that danger is about to enter the window of the baby's room. This is during the day? During the day. But danger does enter. Danger enters in the form of a man carrying a gun, a walkie-talkie, and zip ties. These are the tools of someone who knows that the mom and the child are at home and enters anyway. This is not just a robbery attempt. This man carries a gun to wield power and induce fear and possibly bring death into this family home. He brings zip ties for binding the hands and feet of his victims. And a walkie-talkie indicates he didn't come here alone. He is communicating with someone on the outside of the home, ready to give the all-clear to who knows how many more who will swarm into the lives of this mom and her baby. Danger didn't count on this young mom being a responsibly armed citizen and ready to protect her life and the life of her child. Danger was counting on all those Bloomberg Group Moms Demand Action bumper stickers to have convinced young moms that guns are not supposed to be in the homes with children. But Danger also didn't read the sign that hung over the front door. This mom even advertised the words, we don't dial 911. (laughs) The equivalent of announcing that we are armed and ready to protect our child. And true to her word, when Danger fired his gun at this young mom, she didn't demand action. She took action. She fired back, stopping Danger in his tracks. Colonel instincts kicked into high gear this afternoon. The woman on any southwest side shot an intruder several times when he broke into her baby's bedroom window. It's a wild story, one that's still developing this afternoon. Yeah, our James Girardi is live now from that home on Banta Road on the southwest side. James, what are you learning right now? This is crazy. Yeah, crazy. Tanae Ray and the sign above the front door. Check it out. It says it all. It says we don't dial 911 and you see a gun there hanging from it. Clearly, this intruder picked the wrong house and messed with the wrong mom. She heard the window get busted. Yeah. And she called her husband and said, I think somebody's breaking in the house. He broke in through the baby's window. Uh Okay. And when he was coming out the door, my sister was coming out her bedroom door and he he aimed and shot at her first. And then she shot him. A shootout inside this southwest side home. According to family here, the mother inside knew someone had broken in. She grabbed her gun and made sure the intruder wasn't leaving without a fight. Police tell us there was an exchange of fire. The intruder missing. Mom, though, hitting the suspect multiple times, say police. Her father and brother telling us both mom and child are unharmed the sign hanging above her door. Do you think this burglar picked the right or the wrong house? I think he definitely picked the wrong house. This shooting is very unusual in this area of our district. Police aren't yet calling this a home invasion, but say incidents like this in this section of town are few and far between. When we have an incident like this, as we do 
throughout the city involving uh, the use of a firearm. It, uh, it's something we take very personally and we want to get in front of and investigate uh, aggressively and find the persons responsible. Again, mom and child are doing okay, and that intruder was transported to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. No word from police yet on what charges he may be facing. For now, reporting live on the southwest side, James Girardi, Fox 59 News. Looks like we need to teach criminals how to read signs. <laughs> That's the whole issue right there. <laughs> that would solve criminals. it all. That's the problem. Uh, it's very unfortunate but very for him, but very good for the family that uh, you get this. He said that he fired one, he fired and missed, but mm-hmm. she shot him multiple times. Mm-hmm. Is that the uh, training and uh, education mm-hmm. and That's responsibility, engaging in firearm ownership is, learning how to use your tools and using them when you need to use the tools? Absolutely. Praise and her. And they're alive today because of that. Well, having kids in the home is the reason to want to be safely and responsibly armed. If you, the parent don't care enough to do everything in your power to protect them, then who will? Do you think that calling 911 would have helped? So often the bad guys have figured out how to not give you time for that. But I don't think that she would have had time. You know what time it is? What time is it? Time for Dan's Tip of the Week. Very simple tip today. Okay. You know we were talking about people bringing bags of guns in bags that were all apart with springs missing things like that. I encourage people to go out and and when they find the gun they love, buy it and take it apart and play with it. Now you, the guns come with books and you can alert you know the manual and it tells you how to take it apart, put it back together, and just go with the basics and then explore a little bit. When you learn how your gun works, you can shoot it better. You can handle it better. It's just like anything else. So I encourage you to learn. And just know that you have your local mom paw gun shops to help you out. Absolutely. And which one would that be? Well, ours is AZ Firearms in uh, beautiful Avondale, Arizona. Uh, but, I mean, we had a gentleman come in yesterday, and he borrowed a gun to go hunting. He dropped the gun, and the stock broke. And he bought a new stock for it and put it on the gun. But oh, he, he didn't, didn't borrow the gun from us. I'm no. like, wait a minute. <laughs> he borrowed a gun from a, <laughs> from friend. a friend. Okay. He, he took it out. He dropped it and broke the stock, and he wanted to do the right thing. So he ordered a stock to fix it. Well, he came in, he needed a screw. We gave him the screw, no charge. Fantastic. I mean, That's We are a service-based company. Well, I want to thank our tech crew, our listeners, and our guests. And until next week, pray for our nation. Pray for our leaders, even the ones you don't like. Now, come on. Maybe especially the ones you don't like. And be good to each other. Have a great week, and God bless. And we leave you with this thought from President Reagan. Our founding fathers here in this country brought about the only true revolution that has ever taken place in man's history. Every other revolution simply exchanged one set of rulers for another set of rulers. But only here did that little band of men so advance beyond their time that the world has never seen their like since evolve the idea that you and I have within ourselves the God-given right and the ability to determine our own destiny. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children 
what it once was like in America when men were free.